Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode 251 of the QA Selling Online podcast. And today I'm going to talk about Amazon reviews, how to get Amazon reviews, because a lot of people ask this and it's almost daily actually. So how to get reviews on Amazon. I'm going to go straight to the point and tell you how I do it. Since I don't have a miracle power or a magic wand or any black hat techniques to share, I'm going to let you know small trick that I use. And obviously this is approved by Amazon, the technique I use. So there's no black hat involved here. Everything's according to TOS, right? So the technique has to do with my email follow-up. Of course, you're going to hear the the common things that everybody says, and it's true, right? I just don't want to repeat everything here. Like you have to sell a quality product. Of course, you know, your product has to stand out, has to be different than all the others, and has to make the person that buys it feel something out of the ordinary so um if it makes them feel bad or gives them a bad experience of course you're going to get you're going to get a lot of reviews but they're going to be bad now you want you don't just want reviews you want good ones okay so that's it's almost like niching down you say that you want how do i get reviews but in reality you just want positive reviews just like anybody else so you have to deliver something of of value normally uh, one of the points is that the person uh, gets or thinks that they got something that is worth more than they paid so that's one of the reasons to give you a, a five-star review uh, five or four that is also admissible three and below of course there are things that we don't want a lot of people think three is positive it is in other any other platform not on Amazon three is is bad okay you don't want threes you want four and five that's it okay so let's let's start from the beginning you're gonna get the the quality products like you know you you're not gonna just have another product like everybody else that you didn't change anything just slap the logo on it you're not gonna do that so let's assume that you already know that part now how do you get people to actually go back after buying your product and leave a review and that has to do with the email follow-up okay so starting by the beginning you'll have to get a software that is going to automatically send these emails to everybody that buys your product so and i'm saying this a lot of a lot of you that are already selling on amazon a lot of you are pros already know that there's a lot of services out there that do this and you are probably using these services already for the ones starting there are tools out there that will email every single person that buys your product now you you're gonna throw in there certain stipulations for example you want to email them after they receive the product right this is not the only case this is the case that what I'm telling you is the way I do it so I set the software to email them a day after they receive the product one day after okay now what I do is I put their dear customer name and this is gonna populate automatically with the customer's name first name last name I put only first name as a subject let's start with the subject as a subject of this email I put first name apostrophe s 
So it's going to be, for example, Bob's and then Bob's whatever. Let's say he bought a pencil sharpener, Bob's pencil sharpener. And I'm going to put that on the title because it's going to be something familiar. Bob is going to know that one or two days ago he did order a pencil sharpener. So it's going to sound familiar. It's going to be a little bit easier for Bob in this case to open his email. Okay. Then in the body of the email, you're going to mention again what he bought. And what I do is the softwares allow you to send bulk, for example, the same email to every single product. If you have, for example, I have in one brand 52 products. If I want it, I can create that email and send it to every single one of those 52 products. When Bob buys product A or product B, he's going to get the exact same email. But in the name of the product, it's going to populate one of those default, for example, product name. It's going to fit it in there automatically. And I don't like that because for one, doing the SEO on a title means that the title is not going to make perfect, 100% perfect sense, right? It's going to be more to feed the algorithms and to give them what they want. Two is that the name of the product should be, for example, pencil sharpener, when in reality, your title is going to have 250 characters of keywords. Let's, let's just call them keywords, right? So what I do is I actually write one email per product. You can have the same email. If you want to use the same email, you can do it, copy and paste it, but then you're going to have to change things by hand. And it's not going to be hard depending on many products you have. Now, if you have thousands and thousands of products, it's going to be easier. Not, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but by then, if you have thousands and thousands of products, you're going to have VAs working for you and you're going to get the VAs to do that for you. Then let's jump into the email. Do not write dear Bob. Okay. This is not 1970. We do not write dear Bob or dear Alice or dear whatever. We do not write that. We know our Asian friends still do that when we're dealing with people on uh, Alibaba, for example, our vendors call, call me dear. They call you dear. They call everybody dear. That's just a term of respect. And that's a different culture and different meaning because that's not even their main language. Okay. Now we do not do that. We don't. And uh, another thing we don't do is hello person's name. It's going to sound very impersonal. So people want to hear from people that they know. People want to hear from people that they love. People want to hear from people that are going to give them something. If you have something to give, perfect. If you don't have anything to give, you're going to sound like a friend. I say, for example, hey, Bob. And that's going to sound like a term that a friend would use. And that not only is going to be better for Bob to actually read this better and reply, it's also going to help with deliverability because algorithms, uh, for example, Google, uh, which is Gmail, Hotmail, and all of those, they will give better deliverability to friends' emails. So if you have an email that sounds like it is directed to somebody that you know, there's bigger chances of it being delivered. Okay, now let's skip to the content of this email because it's getting a little bit long. Now, what I do is I put, Dear Bob, uh, thank you for your purchase. Just so you know, the product has been shipped and I expect it to arrive tomorrow. Now, at this point, like I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I already know that this has been delivered already, 
right? Because this email is being sent one day after the product gets delivered or the day that the product gets delivered. Okay, so depending on what you set, if you put the day after or the day of, uh, let's say I would recommend putting the day of so you can say, I expect the product to be delivered tomorrow. Now, what that is going to do is in Bob's head, he already knows that he received the product today. You're saying that it should arrive tomorrow, so he assumes automatically that it got here one day earlier, and that's going to give him a positive experience. So he received this product earlier than he should have. Not only that, but even if he knows that, okay, I I only had a two-day delivery, so nope, this is it was supposed to arrive today, so this guy is wrong or this girl is wrong, but people feel the need to let you know, so they're going to reply to that. And now here you're going to prepare because you're going to get a lot more replies. So you're going to have to reply to their replies, right? And you have 24 hours to do so. Or if you are like me and my VAs, we do it every six hours. Okay. So if I have the app and there's an email that comes in, I'm going to read that email and I'm going to reply to it myself as it comes in that same second. Uh, If I don't, if because I have other stuff to do and and I'm not always refreshing the app, uh, one of the VAs is going to catch it because every six hours they're going to log into that and they're going to answer every single email. Now, another thing that I put in this email is a question because by asking something, you are looking for engagement and that's what you want. Engagement means you want them to reply to you. So you're going to ask them if everything was okay. You're going to ask them if, um, for example, one of the things I use is is this address correct? You put, for example, I know your product is being shipped to, and you put city name. And by putting city name again, it's one of those um, values that will be automatically input by Amazon. So they're going to enter, for example, um, Chicago. And this order is being shipped to Chicago. Is that still your correct address? And this, people are very, very tempted to reply to this okay because it is reassuring you that the address is correct and now they are they are a little bit worried what address did you actually ship to because you only asked the city and if they have moved within the last year or so people are going to reply to you if they haven't moved they're still going to more than likely confirm with you yes i'm still on the same address and everything is okay plus anyway i already received it so um you're going to get a ton more emails than you do if you're not doing these kind of things. And I want you to do is measure what your deliverability is now or your reply rate. Deliverability, uh, you can measure as well. But what I want you to measure here is the reply rate. How many emails you send per day, how many emails you are getting back per day. And then you're going to let me know if it increased or not. And if it did, you are welcome. If it didn't, keep using the email system or the email follow-up that you were using up until now. But I believe this is going to be, for most people, um, a better system. Now, if you notice in this email, I did not ask for anything yet. And I will, I will, uh, sorry, I will not in this email ask for anything. I'm just giving. The ones that are not willing to reply to this email are not willing to go the extra mile to give you feedback or to give you a review, right? The ones that are going to reply, there's going to be two types of people that are going to reply. The ones that are happy 
that you didn't ask for anything in return, the fact that you're giving them great customer service and they want to answer your question, those, they already went out of their way to reply to you. Okay? And those, now when they reply to you, now you're going to ask for something. Right? They're going to... You're going to reply and you're going to say, thank you very much for getting back to me. I really appreciate that. Um, I hope you love the product as much as I do. Now you're throwing it out there that you love the product. This is already great. And you hope you love it as much as I do. The person is going to have that in their mind. And you're going to ask for a review. So if you could help me out and if you have 30 seconds to spare, please leave me a a review. And here is the link to the review of that product. And that's it. Not only that. But you're going to have somewhat a sense of this person is willing to give you a positive review or not. Because the other, I told you there was two types of people that replied these emails. The second are the ones that are super pissed. Something went wrong. The product was not what they expected. The product was broken during delivery or the box was damaged. These people are going to reply to you and they're going to let you know that there was something wrong. Now, when this happens, you are going to reply to this email, but you're not going to ask for a review yet, okay? First, you're going to fix their problem, whatever their problem was. If the box was damaged, if the product didn't show up, you're going to figure out the solution for that. And that depends on you, what you want to do, if you're going to send a new product, or if you're going to refund. Basically, I'm going to give you my, my opinion is to always send a new one. Refund is the last my last option because as you know if you are selling silicone spatulas they're gonna cost you 30 cents each and you're selling them for 19.99 and this is just a random number that I threw out there so if you're giving them uh, the refund you're giving them 19.99 if you're giving them a free product all you're giving them is the 30 cents that the product cost you the pick and pack fee all of that basically your fees you're still gonna have to pay for that so instead of $19.99, it's going to cost you 4 or 5 bucks. Okay? That's it. That's why I always send a new product instead of a refund. And now you have open communication to this person. Now, we are tempted often to think that the person that is giving us a bad review or that email us saying that they received a bad product, we see them as bad, bad people sometimes. But in reality, is they... they are more than likely a normal happy nice person that are just unhappy because they received a defective product or because life happens to you just like it happens to them and they were not having a great day so at the end of it you may actually turn this client into a fan because you fix their problem now they are happy you have open communication to them you're gonna message them and ask them uh, are you happy with this solution when they tell you yes Now, these are even more likely to give you a review. They're going to mention what happened. I had this experience, blah, blah, blah. This happened. They came and they saved a day. Here's your five-star review or four-star. That's beautiful. Okay, so that's what you're going to do. You're going to get, you're going to make everybody happy. You're going to give them the good product. You're going to have this excellent email follow-up. And then you're not going to ask anything. You're not going to ask for anything in this first email. You're going to wait till they reply to you because like I said the person that does not reply to your email they're not willing to reply to the email they're not willing to go out of their way to give you a review anyway so only ask for a review to those that already went out of their way to message you back that is it I'm gonna end it for today 
and I really want you to wake up super grateful for your wonderful life. I want you to stay happy throughout the day and remember to always profit.